the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Morning, everybody. It is a Saturday. I'm Peter Boyles. We're a new start time, 9 a.m., and Caldera has the early part of this Saturday morning, March the 2nd, 2024, 710 KNUS Weather Center weather. It's going to be breezy, windy, actually, 67, 55 on Sunday, Monday, 42 degrees. 710 KNUS Denver's talk station. Uh, the main thrust of all of this has been selling your soul to the devil, and it's been triggered by a number of open line shows and uh, making comments about Joe Kennedy and other people. And so I decided a few weeks ago we could do one in open lines. Can can you sell your soul to the devil? So I told Mr. Kelly Michaels, our boss is here, and I said, you know, I've spent about, I don't know, two and a half weeks and uh, to gear up. I'm not an expert, but it's interesting what turns up. And I also want to take a, a by the way, our shoot uh, that we do now, the YouTube show, the shoot is up. Go to 710KNUS and then click click on shows, click on me. And with this felon, we're going to put him on the radio show hopefully next Saturday, Mike DeMeo. And it was this really, he's a former CIA guy, and he worked with, uh, actually he's worked in the Defense Department, and he's been around. And we talked about the conditions of foreign policy. It was great. In the meantime, in the between time, this guy's had a had a rough week on talk radio. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I want to just let him clear the air. Dick Adams joins us. Um, first of all, you think it's possible to sell your soul to the devil? Well, I do believe evil exists in the world, uh, Peter, and I think we've seen that over and over again uh, over history. And so that it would make sense to me that you could. Know anybody? <laughs> there, there are some people who I think have. <laughs> yes, I, I, it's one of the reasons I had you on. You know, like the yeah. there's, there's a Hall of Fame, I think, for people that you and yeah. I know. Yes, I, I right. just uh, my boss Kelly Michaels uh, during the during the uh, the news break, the spot break, we were talking, and I said, "Do you think anybody in the radio business has ever sold their soul to the devil?" And he said, "Of course." <laughs> I didn't even blink. Wow. I said, yeah, I said, I'm starting to believe it myself. But um, so what was I mean, what was the week like? I mean, everybody was talking about your appearances. And, I, you know, I'm not listening to a lot of talk radio these days. I'm doing other stuff. Uh, Dick, what happened? Well, I was I was on um, um a couple of different shows. One with the one of the, with the uh, the other station. I mean Dan Kaplan. And, sure. And um, uh, and I think the world of Dan. He's a good friend, a close friend. I've admired and respected him for years. But we fundamentally disagree, uh, Peter, on on this uh, presidential campaign, the Republican presidential fight that's going on right now. And um, uh, we talked a lot about it. And he finally asked me if I was gonna if I was gonna vote for Donald Trump in November if he's the Republican nominee. And I said, no, I'm not. I'm not going to vote for Joe Biden. But uh, I've seen enough of Trump over these last uh, years that I, uh, well, uh, since he lost the election. I mean, what he did on January 6th is reprehensible. He continues to claim falsely 
uh, that uh, the, the election was stolen in him from 2020. And, and, and Peter, once again, I voted for Trump twice. I loved what he accomplished as president. Tax cuts, immigration, uh, deregulation, judgeships. But he has squandered all that, and I just can't vote for so him that, after his behavior on January 20th. I can't. So, I mean, sidebar to you and talk radio, I know you did the show with Jeff and Billy, and yeah. uh, I came into work. But and I some, love Billy. Yeah, somebody said it got rough, and I and then I heard you were on Capless, and um, mm-hmm. you know you were sort of doing around the horn, and it speaks volumes, you know, to what's going on. But um, so, I mean, you keep coming back for more, which is what I really, I really respect. <laughs> you know, can't knock me down, Ray. But I uh, know you're right. It's like um, I don't know. Um, and it's, Peter, it's just like. Uh, uh, Trump attacked Nikki Haley's husband because he wasn't on the campaign trail with her. That was rough. He is being deployed with the United States military in Africa. I mean, of course, this is the same guy who attacked John McCain for being a POW during Vietnam. Now, I had my policy disagreements with John McCain, but how anybody could disparage him being a POW, I don't know. I just uh, I I just had it with the guy. And if everybody and, and frankly, there are a bunch of Republicans who have sold their soul to Donald Trump, then go ahead. He, he's not going to beat Joe Biden. He might be in the lead right now. He's not going to be in the lead. Well, see that that you know, I, I sense that, and I, like I said, I've pulled away from talk radio just for yeah. a lot of reasons. But uh, there's, it's it's you know, I mean, you know, you you certainly go in and and, t- and take the hits, and that's okay too. But uh, already, you know, the whole wall was filled up about you. Oh, of course. That, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but I, people, people who have never won an election in their lives are now hmm. big experts. You, you betcha. Yeah. But it, but it's it, it's it's more than that. I think it's the, the Caldera in uh, Open Lines. He was he, he had posed this question of something. You know, how do you save America if it isn't Donald Trump? And and, and John is not a Trump supporter. And no, it's not. A lot of no, calls. And there was a lot of calls on that as well. It's yeah. just more heated and more heated. And uh, yeah. it's it's headed to, well, Super Tuesday's coming, and Super Tuesday will, yep. that will tell the tale. But then Donald Trump and has he's a, gonna be the nom- he's going to be the nominee. Yeah, if he, sure. There's no doubt in my mind. I'm glad Haley is staying in the race because I think that, well, and this is the thing, too. Haley is getting up to 40%. She didn't know. She only got 26% in Michigan. She, but, but let me tell you, that is that reveals the soft underbelly of the Trump candidacy, because uh, right now, uh, if you if you're not voting for Trump in the primary, there's a good chance you might not vote for him in the general election either. And I and and, and the press is making a big deal how Joe Biden only got 10 percent or there was 10 percent against uh, uh, Joe Biden in Michigan. Well, Trump is anywhere, anywhere from 40. 25 to 40 percent of the Republican electorate is not voting for him in these primaries. I got to tell you, that's a danger sign. Well, and um, there are a lot and it's a problem for him. And then there's the, the legal issues and then there's the criminal issues and all yeah. these different things. But it seemingly doesn't matter. And it, no. it, it is if I could localize it and get a, another comment. Um, Lauren Boebert, there's a call now for her to get out altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, her son's been jammed up and. Uh, part of I was headed to the gym and I did hear uh, Billy and uh, Brockler was on with Billy and Jeff and um, he 
described it one way, but then when more of the information came out, you know, this isn't a cry for help. This this kid did some damage. So, what yeah. what do you think that will affect in terms of her her uh, her run? You know, Peter, I really do think that that was a turning point. Uh, the, the the son's arrest this past week, and um, um, what I am hearing more and more from people is that uh, she should get out of the race and, and take care of her family. And I, I've heard that anecdotally from a lot of different people. And I've heard that from people who have, who have supported her in the past. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's tragic what's going on with her family. I think it's tragic that she had to get a restraining order against her ex-husband. Oh, I think all that is horrible, but, but um, I don't know. It's uh, it's just, it's very sad. It's very tragic. That's all. There is yeah, that's, I mean, it's, it's now it's become a soap opera and, you just can't survive in, in, in that. And all other things aside, I just wanted to let you air it out because that every, everywhere I was going, people were saying, oh, Wadham's really got his rear end booted and kicked. And I wanted to put him on the show. Oh, bullshit. Oh. You know, that's, that's just bullshit. <laughs> hit the that button. Bullshit. Hit the button. We hit the button on that I mean, one, Dick. We the, hit the button. Yeah. The bottom line is, is, that, is that I take on these people who are just so blindly loyal to Trump. And so uh, I, I got to tell you, so I, I'm just I'm just over it. I'm just over these people who 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 make an excuse for him every time uh, on the on Caldera's program this morning. There was a, a guy who made made an excuse for every one of Trump's uh, um, uh, problems. Uh, and it's just I, it's it's unbelievable to me that, oh. that it, 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 it is a cult. The Trump thing is a cult. There is no oh. doubt about it in my mind. And, and I always tell people there was a guy, his last name was Bradshaw, who um, wrote a series of books on the family. Bradshaw and the family. A lot of people in recovery read. I actually met him, John Bradshaw. And um, alcoholic, had been a Catholic priest, and then writes this whole series about families and dysfunctional families and alcohol families and all these kinds of things. A lot of bells are getting rung. And... Um, the in the ability I don't say the inability but the ability to simply look the other way when mom's drunk or dad's drunk or you know uh, whatever happens you know the kid 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 comes home high that the family and dysfunction is rough but they can go the other way and it's um, it, I see a lot of that taking place right now as an individual I yep. see it so yep. Anyhow, so back to selling your soul to the devil. You think it's been done? Oh, I assume it's been done. Like I say, I th- you can't believe in good in the world without understanding or believing there's there's evil in the world. And so it strikes me that it's, that people have done that. And then some of the horrible crimes we've seen in the past, and there's no doubt in my mind that that's, that could that could occur. Uh, but I, uh, I yeah. am not a I am not a theologian or no. anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I play one on the radio. Um, I'm glad you came on, Dick. Thanks, man. Be safe. Thank you, Peter. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. That was, um, we had to hit the button on that. <laughs> Thank you. Lose on the button. Um, the response to all of that, this, it's not worth it because you've all done it all before. Um, but I'd like to go back to the topic, which really was great. Let's do this because, well, this is all part of the Crossroads Blues the legendary Robert Johnson, is it possible to sell your soul? And this man apparently did. Robert Johnson went down to the crossroads. I'm 
Undisputed master. I went to the Did he get his wish? Became a famous blues man. Died at 27 years of age. And the legend is he went down to Highway 61 and US 49. He went down to the crossroads. When he came back, he could play. 710 KNUS Denver's talk station. This starts with years of open lines, comments. And in the last couple of Saturdays, we've talked about whether Joe Kennedy made a deal with the devil and double-crossed the devil. And the devil then takes everything that he has. And we were playing Clapton and playing all these different stories. And... Um, the calls have been great. <laughs> and then, Peter, smart as you are, you put Dick Wadhams on the air. <laughs> this, yeah, who, who does that? I, I don't want to talk about Donald Trump. I mean, it's, it's to me, it's like everyday talk radio is angry white guys talking about Donald Trump. Can we take a pass on that? Um, Clapton's version is better, okay. Uh, I always enjoy... Your talks with with little Dick. See, this is the stuff. Nice to know the enemies of America, what America's enemies are thinking. All right. Not a call to you jackass. All right. So let's not do Donald Trump. Let's let's do something else. All right. Is David ready to go here online? On what line? What line is David on? David on two? Two. All right. Let's let's uh, let's that, Peter. That was a swerve. Hey, David, you're on a radio show, man. Help me pull me out of this. Good morning. Well, morning, Peter. Uh, yeah, I could think of a, a, a good example of somebody who probably sold his soul to the devil. That's who? the guy that opens 666 uh, Fifth Avenue in New York City, uh, Jared Kushner. Kushner. And you, yeah. And, and you remember uh, he was going bankrupt when Trump got elected. And he was seven. He had bought his See, land. That was a right swerve. <laughs> right, yeah, right in the start of of the subprime scandal. And so he bought a minute ago. I said, let's not do Donald Trump. Oh, never mind. <laughs> don't I mean? Don't you well, get? Let me ask a legit question. Do you well, get? I'm stick yeah, well, you stick yeah. with whatever you want to. But my point is, don't you get sick of radio that's just all of this stuff all the time? Uh, well, you know, if I, I take the position, you know, like Adolf Hitler had his big lie and he knew that if he just said the same lie over and over and over and over and over, after a while, everybody believe it. So I get up every morning to tell the truth over and over and over and over and over. So these dumb fools don't believe it. And, well, don't, uh, don't you, I mean, legitimate question. Don't you get sick of it? Uh, I could find better things to do. Thank you. I'd love to plant trees. Well, there but, you go. Um, but uh, but the point about Kushner and the See, devil, it doesn't matter. It isn't going to matter. What I'm saying to you yeah, is Kushner. It had to do with Jerusalem. <laughs> In Jerusalem, Jerusalem was created by the United uh, Nations to be an international city. When Israel was founded, 
the uh, there was a mandate by the United Nations that they couldn't have Israel per se unless they kept Jerusalem as an international. They divided city. it, yes, it, like Berlin, yes. It, so because it was so important to three uh, of the Abrahamic religions, yes. the Christians, the Jews, and the Muslims all cherished Jerusalem. And to mandate it that it was going to be run by one religion, you know, mandated that there was going to be strife. And so Jared Kushner was the one that I, tricked You know, with due, with due respect, David, it's not where I want this radio show to go today. Uh, so I'm going to say thank you for your time. 303 696-1971. No big deal. It's because I I love reading, and I spent a couple weeks gearing up for this one, but aren't you sick of radio like that? I mean, it's like every fill-in-the-blank day. Somebody, some radio station someplace, not practically all of them recently, doing this same kind of stuff. I'm going, man, please, (laughs) would you... um, let it go. I I put Dick on because everybody's back talking about it getting roughed up. Can you sell your soul to the devil? Dorian Gray, Dr. Faust, Joe Kennedy, Robert Johnson. And is it possible to sell your soul to the devil? This was like a couple of weeks' work. <laughs> but I learned a lot. And the, um, the, the Bible, which I really thought would happen this morning, and the Bible doesn't talk one time. And I'm no biblical scholar by any stretch, but it never mentions that anyone ever sold their soul. Now, Satan obviously appears um, far more in the the New Testament than in the the Old Testament, just with Adam and Eve. But um, the rest of it, if you've sold your soul, uh, what does it mean? And there's this metaphor for selling your soul that we talked about that, you know, the, the Joe Kennedy thing aside, but how to, to sell your soul for your heart's deepest desires. And uh, Caldera, earlier this morning, had some of the wisest things when he talked about that. So it is your turn, 303-696-1974. Is it a, is it a ben- met- metaphor Excuse me for betraying? Ski season is in full swing. Skied yesterday, blue skies and great snow. Winter park's great. The snow's good. And that's what it means. It's time to visit Larson Ski and Sport. Actually, dropped uh, demos off. So get all your new gear for the season. Get ready to have some fun. Take it from me. You need skis or boards. Go to see our friends at Larson Ski and Sport. They're the best if you're a renter. And, again, rent the kinds of skis that are called demos. They're just literally brand new or brand new boards. Just bring your skis back. After it's after you're done with season's over, the guys at Larson's take time to get to know you, get to know your family, match you with all the right brands, and so you can enjoy your time on the hill. It's great right now. Spring skiing is almost here. Larson's is so convenient. Stop on the way up the hill. Stop on the way home. The big wooden building south of I seventy on Kipling. So you're going westbound on Kipling. Get or westbound on Kipling. Westbound on I seventy. Get off on the Kipling exit. Come down the ramp. Make a left. And head south underneath I-70, come out the other side. You see the Crab Shack. That's a big wooden building next to it. The one and only Larson Ski and Sport, seven days a week. Paul, all the guys that are at Larson's. Larson Ski and Sport, south of I-70 on Kipling, 303-423-0654, 303-423-0654, larsonsport.com. Uh, Peter, I'm with you, sick of angry radio. 
I'm 55. My kid's 18 and 21 are over Trump. So Dick's right. No, no. See, you don't want to do this. All right. Uh, Pete, my guardian angel thinks I sold my soul every time I twist the throttle a little bit. Jeff in Littleton and Alaska. Thank you. So what do we got to do here, Lou? You're in charge. It is Lou's, it's Lou's birthday. It's 20 after the hour. Want to take, do you want, want to take Susie real quick and then go to the break? All right. All right. Let's do that. Susie waited. Hey, Susie, thank you. You waited. You're on a radio show. Good morning. Thank you so much, Peter, for taking my call. Um, I wanted to get in on this discussion about selling your soul to the devil. And I like dabbling and um, like studying all kinds of religions. Yes. All the great world religions. And I I found, so the Baha'i faith, which yes. is one that, you know, believes all the religions are one. So I thought they are... They had an interesting concept. And so a lot of people think the devil is external, like this, you know, external thing. But the Baha'i faith explains the soul as having baseness and loftiness. And that the struggle isn't external, it's all internal. So it's an internal struggle that man has between his, his, you know, his higher self and his lower self. And so, um, in that, you know, it, it doesn't ever mention, no. I haven't ever read anything about selling your soul to it. But anyway, but I thought that's an interesting concept because it's not external, it's internal. Well, that's the metaphor part of it. There's, um, I went off for the most of the week and reading the metaphor for betraying uh, your core beliefs. In other words, you're willing to do something bad or immoral for the money, the power, or the success, um, uh-huh. and 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 you can look you step on others to advance your career, which I think is you know give and take. But b- biblically, selling your soul means you've given into sinful temp- temptations or worship the devil. But there is no part of the Bible, and again, I'm not professing to be a right. scholar, but. The devil never buys anybody's soul in the Bible, and it, this is a. Uh-huh. It comes out of, you know, old like you point out. The, pagan paganism has little bits and pieces of that, but uh, can you? Yeah. Let, me, let me ask you the question: Can you sell your soul? Okay. okay the other thing. So I've been a twelve-stepper. Okay. Um, you know, sober woman for forty-five years. Man. And active, act, very active. Meetings, you know, Al-Anon and AA, mostly AA. But anyway, that, um, so their step, um, what is it, step six and seven yep. is removing the uh, your shortcomings and your character defects. And I, I like reading what Bill Wilson had to say. He has this, you know, the book, The Twelve by oh, Twelve, of course. that he wrote 15 years later after working with, you know, alcoholics. Mm-hmm. So I like to hear what he had to say. From the Bills. But he, so in the 12 by 12 of AA literature, um, it talks about your defects, the defects mm-hmm. and the shortcomings. He goes into length about um, the seven deadly sins. Yep. You know, and can, also, can, let me, um, can I sidebar you? Have you ever read John Bradshaw, The Family? Yeah, you know what? Years ago. Yeah. Year, and I, yeah. So, but anyway, I, I, it's wonderful. all interesting to me. Yeah. I like spiritual stuff. Yeah, I, you know? I mean, I, 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 like I said, it's been a couple of years of bouncing around, and these last couple of weeks, 
it's come up a couple of times. And I thought, well, well, first of all, modestly he said I had to, to, to gear up for this show and do a lot of reading because you can't just come in flat-footed and say, um, you uh-huh. know, uh, can you sell your soul? Because, But there's plenty of people that believe that you can, and I love yeah. your call, especially your a friend well, of Bill's. And Peter, I just want to say to you, I, I really miss you being on date. I used to listen to you every morning driving into work, too. And also, I, I miss everybody. Like, I miss yeah. Stephen Tubbs, and now George Bockler's gone. Yeah. But that's so, yeah. I that's, I miss the old old yeah. radio days. Give Jeff, give Jeff and and Billy a chance. I mean, I you know they're they're going to do the shoot with me next week, and uh, Bill's been with me forever, and and Jeff has come in and he's given up another part of his career to focus on talk. So we'll see what happens. But I I love your call. You, you open up with it, being Thank a f- friend of Bill's, man. Anybody that's a friend of Bill's, you take care of yourself. Thank you, ma'am. All right, what we need to do is do a quick turnaround and come back. We'll talk about HBOT, and then we'll continue with open lines. Do you sell your soul to the devil? And uh, maybe not this morning. 67 will be the high and windy. It's Lou's birthday. Lou, it's all yours. Here you go. Dylan, did he sell his soul? There it is. Love him. Is it possible to sell your soul to the devil? I was looking at the list of alleged people, and on the list is Bob Dylan. And it's interesting, on that LP, Highway 61 revisited, and that's the intersection that Robert Johnson goes to sell his soul. It's been a great show. 67 to high. Good morning, everybody. Peter Boyle, 710 KNUS. Uh, can you sell your soul to the devil? Uh, we go to Lisa on line one. Lisa, you waited. Good morning, and thank you. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Good, man. Good. Uh, I was just talking that uh, when I was here listening while I was driving, uh, I was a, a Wiccan, practicing okay. Wiccan for over 20 years. And the Wiccan Regi, which has been around for a really long time, yes. is don't do anything negative because it'll come back to you three times as bad. Yes. So to me, that tells you right off the bat. That there is negative stuff out there, and you know what it is. Everybody knows what something negative is, so you shouldn't do it. And I do believe that you can sell your soul to the devil. I believe practicing Wicca was probably a good step in that direction. I didn't get a. I'm not a millionaire, and I'm not a famous singer, so maybe I didn't do it right. No, but let me let me slow you down. Um, you Wiccan, by the way, is part of the old religions, and. First of all, do you, you, do, let me, and I think I think I heard you say it. Yes, you can sell your soul. Yeah. Who do you sell it, and how do you make the deal? I mean, I'm not trying to be a wise guy, because I've read enough to be dangerous right now. I don't think it's like the guy in a red suit with horns. No. I mean, it's it's the well, negative side of things. It's like if I was a Wiccan, said, oh, I hate Betty. Mm-hmm. I want Betty to fall down and break her leg. I'm doing something negative. That's the dark side. It's just the dark side. Well, that's And there isn't, there is not, you know, you believe in God or not, I don't know. Mm. You can't, God doesn't come down in a white robe and talk to you and sit and have tea with well, you. Well, there's the devil a, doesn't come down and have tea with you either or beer or whatever. Well, the, the metaphor, that what, what you're talking right. about is, and, and there's a whole, when people say, you know, I'd sell my soul. And uh, my colleague, John Caldera, this morning in what was the crossover, and John was talking about if someone you love was in such pain, you know, would you, 
would you sell your soul to the devil? I mean, how many times, and others people say, have you ever uttered the phrase, I'd sell my soul? And you ever wonder if it's possible? Have you ever said, this is none of my business, but have you ever said, I'd sell my soul? I've never said that specifically, but I believe that you can do it, and there's people that do it. And I don't, I don't think if you sold your soul because your child has cancer, you say I'd sell my soul to the devil for my child to get mm-hmm. over cancer. I think you're, you're saying you'd take on the pain, you'd die from cancer sure. rather than your child. I don't huh. think that's a negative thing. If I said hmm. I'd sell my soul so I could be a millionaire on stage well, that, sing, okay, that's different because that's a positive for me. That's boosting me up. Me well, saving my child from cancer. Okay, when you when you when you read these, I mean, I guess the philosophy of selling your soul, and it's presented as a metaphor for betraying core beliefs. In other words, according to these people, again, it was fun to get ready for this. In other words, you're you're willing to do something bad, and this is what I think you're saying, or immoral for money, power, or success. And that's what you're saying, I, I, I think. Right. Correct. And you're willing. And so you yeah. walk the most popular signs. Well, I mean, this whole idea, let me ask you about Robert Johnson, that really was the focus of all of this, or for that matter, Joseph P. Kennedy, Ambassador Kennedy. Did they, did they sell their souls? From a... A Wiccan perspective, I'd say the Kennedys have a lot of people that sold their souls. Yeah, because oh, listen. you look at the negative stuff that came back to their families. And it doesn't mean it's going to come back to me. Uh, more negative would be something happening to your child mm-hmm. or your or Well, that your, was, that was family it, that he, you know, and, and if, you, if you mark it, he had this massive stroke. Joseph P. did. Now, right. his true heir was his son who was Joseph P. Kennedy, who died in the Second World War on this uh, very treacherous flight that they were going to aim at, um, I think, submarine pens, I forget. Then he was going to bail out of the bomber, and this thing was set to go. And somewhere over the channel, it blew up. And then he had this massive stroke, and he's on the porch at Hyannisport. And I think this through when Jack is killed in Dallas. And he knows because of the deals that he's made with organized crime, deals that he's made with, you know, God only knows who deals that Joseph P. Kennedy made. And now he's wrapped in a robe and he's in a wheelchair and he can blink and he can make noises. And I've read this pretty extensively. And does he know that Jack's dead in Dallas? I mean, it's been a question that uh, historians have asked, you know, did Joseph P. know uh, that John, John, his who takes the place of Joseph P, is dead, and then of course later then it's Bobby and later the kids and then John John in the airplane and does that all right. what what does all that do? I think from way back uh, that's one family that's I don't know how many people would have been in that family that sold their soul. But I believe well, that you know, that's one family that did. Well, the, I mean, and, and, you look it, at the tragedy. To me, it is because, from my perspective, like I said, it comes back three times worse. See, and Joe, and that's that's what. To, and it, it's well, not the devil; it's the dark side. It's you, well, you. You venture onto the side. You're in the light if you're with God, and even if you don't be a millionaire or you are a millionaire, you're not doing 
negative stuff. You're not you're not in with organized crime. Organized crime is is fun when you're watching it on TV, but when mm. you're really in it, there's stuff that goes. I mean, well, I'm not in it, but I I've heard of it, and there's stuff that goes on that's it's not you know oh they killed that big fat dude over there with a gun. It's they went and, and had your five year old kid run over. Or your five-year-old kid shot in the legs, and your kid can never walk it. Well, it's stuff like that. Yeah, but again, you know, that, and this is what focused or what kicked us off was he's on that porch. He's had the stroke, and he knows that his son Bobby won't quit going after Hoffa and Sam Giancana and all the organized crime figures that, and he knows he's made this Faustian deal. And they made the deal for West Virginia. They made the deal for Chicago. They made the deal. And a lot of the money of this massive fortune, Joe has allegedly been in business with Frank Costello and, you know, and uh, smuggling booze and, and then going to Hollywood and all the craziness that that implies. And he would bring his mistress to the, uh, to the breakfast table. He was, he was having an affair with Gloria Swanson. And they had that wonderful place in Florida. And he would literally bring her to lunch or bring her to breakfast, sit her down with Rose and the family. He lobotomized his daughter, Rosemary. I mean, he's just this. But did he know when he's on the porch and he couldn't stop it? And what a, what a, what a terrible payment that would be. Hey, you're, a, right. you're, you're Lisa, you're a ter- ter- terrific call, man. I, I really, really think... Well, yeah, no, he, you, he took a walk on the dark side, and it came back and got him, just well, like it always does, just well, like well, in Wicca. <laughs> well, remember, take a walk on the wild side. You know, that's one <laughs> of my favorite. It sounds like fun, it's but it of, comes back and gets you. One of my favorite songs. Take care. Thank Mine you. Too. All right, 303-696-1971. Can you do it? And think of Joseph Kennedy. He's sitting there. He's had this massive stroke. And... You heard what, what, what was one of those songs? You hear the devil call your name. The law offices of Danny Kaplis, longtime great friend. Dan's the one I believe to be the only lawyer in Colorado history to win five straight multi-million dollar jury verdicts in motor vehicle crash cases. Dick and his uh, Dick, listen to me. Danny and his partners won the largest truck crash jury verdict in Colorado history. The firm's history of seven and eight figure settlements and verdicts speak for themselves. We're, we went through a time, I mentioned this, our family, and um, he was there. And, you know, at late, like late, eight thirty nine o'clock calls at night when, you know, his whole day's over and he went, and that's, that shows you. Uh, he's a good man. All walks of life, if you have not, not the ability to pay, but you want the same level of legal representation that the rich and powerful enjoy, it's Danny. He's my friend. Capus Law believes talks cheap, experience counts, results matter. Call a man, 303-770-5551, 303-770-5551, or hit Dan Capus Law, C-A-P-L-I-S, com. They believe in the foundation of all of this historic success is faith, integrity, hard work, and dedication. You got a question, just even a question, 303-770-5551. All right, Lou, we going to pull the pin? All right, Lou's in charge, 710-KNUS. Running from the devil. The Ohio players. Ooh, skin tight. Disco times.
play it for the late Rockin' Ricky Judson. And you remember Rockin' Ricky was my boy. We worked we worked the text together. Morning everybody. Seven ten K and US Can You Sell Your Soul to the Devil? Uh, we have done the YouTube show called The Shoot, and we have a good one up. Uh, go to 710knus.com and click on shows, and then click on me, and The Shoot will be there. And we'll get this guy on a radio show next week. He was terrific, former CIA guy, and he was with McCain, and he did a lot of work, and I think it's excellent. You can look at that, and it's up as well. Next week, we're going to do The Shoot with, uh, with, with Jeff and Billy. It's been way over a month for them. Can you sell your soul? All right, we'll try. Hey, Mark, you waited. Good morning, Mark. You're on the radio show. Thank you and welcome. Yes, uh, Judas did it for 30 pieces of silver. Ooh, ooh. And um, a lot of people, Pete, a lot of people, because um, I know you read, uh, I mean, you're a prolific reader, and, uh, you know, both of us did a lot of that in college. Uh <laughs> Since I got, since I went to the crossroad and met the met the bigger than me, the Lord, uh, I've been reading a book, uh, sixty six books inside of a book. So uh, a lot of people would say that King Saul did too, Witch of Endor. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of that's you can go pretty deep into uh, uh, Christianity according to like apostasy and that kind of mm-hmm. thing. But that's pretty much. Uh, uh, King Saul was apostate. Um, can you make you know. the deal? I mean, seriously, could you? Can you make the deal? I, I think people do it every day, Peter. But I <sighs> think the vehicle and medium. I think the vehicle and the well. Look at Beyonce and her husband. You know, this is she the fourth time show, that, she did her whole show to a pentagram. Yeah, it's interesting. They're Satanists. Satanist. Well, no, let me let me stop that. Because, I mean, go go. Ahead, go no, no, no. It's just. There are all these Satanist cults. One of the websites that I read was, if you wanted to do it, it's easy. In other words, they, the claim is, and I had an experience. This is really interesting. And I should have thought of this before. It was about a, a, a young girl and her whole memory repressions and everything. And it was some somebody remembers. And she was French-Canadian, Peter... Um, then her, her first name will come to me and the psychiatrist that, that dealt with her and she had been sold by her mother according to this book in, to Satanists and years ago when I first got into talk radio got out of disc jockeys and with Bob but came to talk radio and People would say because I, I was intrigued by Satanism and yeah the, these guys Tom Levay yeah well Levay was one and but I met him did you he was yeah he was the real he was he the yeah, real deal he was real he was yeah but in this it was, most of those guys like that Pete aren't though most of those and guys, that's not that they're all phony I, balonies I I was at one of my first no my first mission trip in 1989 was to a place called Yeratagua okay uh, in the Andes in uh, Venezuela and they still had the human sacrifice oh sure up there. I mean I think more of that goes on but this and those people were real Pete I mean they put spells on people and it, oh. while I was there and a guy died well, so that, I mean people that think it's not real I think that's one of the first. Uh, the first kind of putting the wool over your eyes. You Let know? me ask Lou to do this. It's Google this if you would, Lou. It's somebody remembers, 
And it's about this little – she was a young girl brought out of a Satanist cult, and she had a French – she was French-Canadian. And so anyhow, so the guy – it was old BZ where radio was actually good talk radio back then. And and he came in, and uh, he had – there were people that sat out in the lobby, and lo and behold – she was with them. She was traveling with this, this therapist, the psychiatrist, and and I knew I knew a guy by the name of Stephen Kaplan, and Stephen was in New York, and he had written about real Satanists, and he had written just just bizarre stuff. And he said, and it was it was Stephen, I think, that said to me, anybody that comes to you and says they will do your radio show and they are Satanist, they are not probably correct and said and this is different from maybe it isn't different from selling your soul but they made the case to me and i remember over time you know there'd be some oh you know he's a satanist and he'll do your show and kaplan and others said hey they're they're there they're out there but they're very dark and they're very secretive and they're never going to come out and come to some <laughs> some goofballs radio show and talk about Satanism, but it doesn't mean they're not. And these guys were both um, adamant that they were, they were out there. And, uh, in fact, I think Kaplan, and he was the one that debunked the Lutzes. I don't know if I think I've told this story, but you remember the book Amityville, the Amityville Horror? About, yeah. All right, so th- this is one of those, I'm telling true true radio stories. And um, I was working for a cup of coffee in D.C., and the film had come out. The Amityville Terror, Amityville Horror, and um, the Lutzes. I was going to get a chance to talk to the Lutzes, and I think from these people from American International it was an all-night show. And so I get a call, and it was from New, it was City College of New York. This guy named Stephen Kaplan, and they, he said it's really important. And you know, I'm a kid, and I called him, and uh, he said the Lutzes are a con. And he had done all this research between the hardback book and the paper and the film. And one of the points I remember was in the hardback, the original, uh, when the when the priest comes to the house and the, hears the voice say, get out. And, and he gets in his car and he drives away and the hood flies up and all this kind of stuff. And so Kaplan said, read it. When he's driving away, he's in a Vega in the hardback. And they said, Pete. The hoods on the Vegas lifted from the windshield up. And so when they make the paperback comes out, he's driving a Ford Falcon. And there were all these different moments where the Lutzes are caught. So I said, wow. Yeah, I'm sorry. And, no, that's okay. The the analogy in the Bible of what, where you're looking for, you know, like the precept mm-hmm. of what you're talking about is in the third temptation. Okay, after the forty days in the wilderness, but that's new. That's New Testament. Yeah, but that's not old. No, I know. But yeah, he, but he yeah. but he takes him up on the mountain, shows says, him, bow yes. down and worship me, and I'll give I'll you I'll give you all this. Yeah. I'll fin- let me let me, and that's that's the offer. Let, let me let me wrap the story, and we'll come back. And you say, so anyhow, so um, so I book him. I book book him on the show, and here comes the Lutzes and this guy from American International, and a couple other you know like sort of toads that came with those people. And WRC in Washington, D.C. is a big, big place. They did meet the press upstairs. And and they come in, and uh, 
I said, I have Stephen Kaplan's, you know, booked for the show. Not for the last time, but for the first time I heard, you do that and you'll never work in this business again. I'd never heard that said to me. And this guy from American International, and I thought, I said, you know what, something, something's, you know, something is real. This guy Kaplan's on to something. So I said, well, I said, I'm, I'm going to have Kaplan on. We're in a newsroom, big newsroom. They did the U-turn, and I heard the magic words that begin with F, and the next word is a Y. <laughs> and, yep. and they were gone. They were in, they, I mean, the Lutzes walked out. And I had Kaplan on that night, and he was, he was a hunter. And, uh, and he had – and I, so we were talking about the Lutzes, and he said, look, that doesn't mean there's not real. And I said – and he was the first guy to tell me that these people were out there. And he was principally um, talking – and he said, you will never see them. And he's the one that told me. He said, if you ever – like Halloween, you can always get guys that will come on shows. And he said, uh, if anybody ever says to you – and then I'll throw it back to you – that they're a Satanist and they'll do an interview. He said, they're not. Go ahead. No, I would agree, Pete, and and I will tell you this too: that a lot of people get confused about this. I, I was asked a lot after I made some trips. I made three of them to Venezuela. Only the one where I saw the you know witchcraft and spells and all that. But uh, um, they say, well, why don't we see a lot of that in America? And it's like, well, historically, when we were real poor agri- agricultural, uh, oh, sure. impoverished, oh, you know, sure. not very wealthy. But but Satan never does overt shows of mysticism. He never does. He wants your soul. And so So can so you sell it? Can you can you sell it? Yeah, people do, Pete, every day. So come it's back. It's who they worship. It's who they worship. That's how, in the Bible that's how I identify. Do you worship God or do you worship Baal? And all the other false gods that he destroyed, you know, on the mountain, Elisha, uh all those false Baal uh worshipers you know, God will not allow anything to be worshipped other than himself, you, and Satan is just an equal opportunity employer. So if you sold your soul for your heart's deepest desires, um, I'd come back to Robert Johnson or Joe Kennedy. Um, you know, in literature, it's Dorian Gray and Dr. Faust. and Daniel Webster. The devil. And you know what? I, that that came to me. I was talking. It was the devil and Daniel Webster, and, Dan, and Daniel Webster gets him off. Uh, the the jury doesn't convict him, but he beats the devil. But everybody else loses to the devil. Uh, Faust loses. Dorian Gray loses. If the Joe Kennedy yep. part is true, it, you know Joe Kennedy loses. I've had a lot of people this morning send a bunch. We got just a whole bunch of stuff being texted in. The whole the the Hollywood part of this. Oh yeah. See you go. Oh yeah. You know. I, I yeah. Well, my daughter's in that business. I've, okay. I've met many of them. Pete, the guy who did Ocean's Eleven, uh-huh. he did a film about a year before he died, and his inside his, his inside of his body just exploded, and he bragged about the casting couch and that <laughs> if he if he did such stuff with with some young starlet, he had to pay his wife. A, well, look 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 at what's I mean, it, look at what's his face Weinstein he was. Or, or right, Epstein, or, yeah, any of those guys. There's, I mean, unfortunately, there's way too many of them. That's okay. why she she lives back here now. She went out there for a while. I've got a, a niece that's out there as a, mm-hmm. as a dancer. Uh, she does un- unmasked 
The Mass Singer, and a couple other shows. Oh, it is. But, I, I'm uh, right yeah, on. Have, I'm on the wall. So it is. You know, you, it is. It is possible. Yeah. Okay. People Thank do you. Do it every day, Pete. Good call. Take care. Here we go. Continue with this. Can you sell your soul to the devil? And it starts with open lines, and we were, you know, kicking that Joe Kennedy thing around, and the people more and more and more. And so I spent a couple of weeks reading. 710 KNUS Denver's talk station, 67, the high on a Saturday and windy. Lou, pull the pin. We'll come back and we'll roll again. 710 KNUS. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.